Let's open our Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 3, and I'd like to read verse 18. Thank you, Susan. She wakes us all up, right? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's, uh, let's pray. Let's start with prayer. Father, thank you so much for everyone that is here. Thank you for your loving kindness in sending Jesus to die on that cross for our sins. We didn't deserve it, Lord, but you forgave us and you made us righteous. And it is such a gift. Lord, help us to apprehend and appropriate that gift today in our lives. Wherever we are, Lord, you know where each person is. And you know how to customize your message, Lord, for every single person. In fact, I ask you to go beyond the words that I speak and speak to each individual by the Holy Spirit, just where they're at, just what they need, just whatever place they are on the path, customize this message for them, Lord, because it is your word, it is your gospel, and we will give you the honor and the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name I pray, and everybody said, Well, as Susan said, I was uh, wrestling a little bit with, uh, with what to share. I mean, basically, I... I I wanted to share about approaching God, how to, how to get to God, you know. And, uh, and I had been looking a lot in the Old Testament at uh, some, of the, some of the Psalms, and uh, I was going to share some of that and about how we approach God in, in praise and worship. And uh, that's really, really a good topic, and I may touch on that today. But I felt as I just wasn't quite settled, and the more I kind of monitored what the Holy Spirit was saying. I, I went back to the, the fact that really we approach God because of what Jesus did on the cross. That is our way to God. Amen? And whether it's uh, uh, 44 years ago for me as a sinner coming to Christ or uh, 2020 or 2021 facing a pandemic, it's all the same. It's what Jesus did on the cross. Amen? And it's through that cross that we can approach God, we can be with God, we can receive from God, and we can walk with God. Amen? It's all because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. That is our approach to God. And so I thought about, well, what scripture should I share? And this one was coming to mind. And I'll just read the one verse here in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. It says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. Everybody say, bring us to God. Maybe that's what we'll call this today. Bring us to God. Amen? Bring us to God. He suffered one time, the just for the unjust, for what purpose? To bring us to God, Sean. To bring us to God, Gary. Jesus died to bring us to God. Amen? And he told us, you know, that, that, uh, that in his Father's house are many mansions. And, you know, these earthly suits that we live in, this is all just temporary. And, and we're going to spend eternity with God in the glory of God. Amen? In the presence of God. But he didn't just die to bring us to God after we die. He died to bring us to God now. Uh, uh, Paul shared the scripture, you know, Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. Jesus said, I am the door. 
Amen? And I often think about, you know, Adam and Eve in the garden, how they, they walked with God. God was there in the cool of the day. You know, they had fellowship with God. And, but Adam and Eve sinned, and they lost their relationship with God. When God came in the garden, they hid behind a bush, and God says, Adam, where are you? And God is still calling to people today, where are you? Amen? And they lost their peace with God. They lost their relationship with God. And they were removed from that place, that Garden of Eden, that perfect, wonderful place. They were removed. And then there was a, a, the entryway was guarded by uh, cherubims with a flaming, flaming sword. So you couldn't get back in. But you know what? Jesus said, I'm the door. I'm the way back in. I'm the way back in to the presence of God. So Peter says, Christ has once suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. On that cross, he suffered the just for the unjust. He was just. He never sinned, but he died for your sin. He died for my sin. Praise God. And you see, that's not just good news for the person that's never received Christ. That's good news for the person that's been walking with the Lord for 40 or 50 years. Because you have access to God today. When you haven't been able to see your grandkids for six months, you have access to God and his comfort. When you don't know what to do about your bills, you have access to God to get the wisdom that he has for you. You see, the gospel's good news for today, praise God, because Jesus died, the just for the unjust, to bring us to God. We have a relationship with God. Susan said, you're no different from me. It's the same. You're no different from me. My testimony is amazing. I mean, I love it. But yours might be much more amazing. You know, you might think, oh, I just I never went through all this and this. You know, maybe you got saved in Sunday school and at the country church and you've walked with God all your life. That's a great testimony. In many ways, it's a lot better than mine. Praise God. It doesn't matter. It's not, God deals with us all differently. But the basic thing is he died to Bring us to God. You see? And there's a place in us that needs God. Talked about in Genesis how uh, at one point it says, men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Why? Because there was something missing in their lives. There's a place in us that needs God, that wants God. That's why we're here today. There's a desire inside. And Jesus came to fill that void so God could come into our lives. That's the gospel. Praise God. So he died on that cross, and he was buried, and he rose again. And then he went to heaven and poured out the Holy Spirit upon those who receive him. And God then comes and lives in us. Praise God. You know, when I came to the Lord in 1977, and and just going back a little bit, Longer, I mean, I know many of you have heard my testimony, but it, it's, it's so appropriate for approaching God. When I was nine years old, I was in a Baptist church, and I 
was in a church that preached the gospel. And I was there on a Sunday morning, on an Easter Sunday morning. I heard about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit moved on my heart. And I, began, I became convinced that I was a sinner and I needed Christ. And I walked the aisle and I prayed the sinner's prayer. And shortly after that, I was even baptized in water. But I didn't take the final step to becoming a child of God because I did not receive Jesus as my Lord. You see, we have to turn away from sin and turn to Jesus Christ. We need to make him Lord of our lives. That is the basic step that we have to take to be born again. We must believe in what he did on the cross, and we must accept him for who he is. He is Lord. Everybody say, he is Lord. He is Lord, amen? But you see, until we make him Lord, we can't be in the kingdom. We're in our own kingdom or Satan's kingdom, but when we make him Lord, we're in the kingdom. And his kingdom is not of this world, amen? It's a heavenly kingdom. But when we make that step, he gives us the right to become the children of God. So we're in the kingdom, and we're also in the family, And I believe that the Lord is looking for more family members. Amen? Maybe there's some of you here today that aren't yet in the family. Amen? He wants you in the family. He's inviting you in the family. Amen? And maybe some of your friends and relatives need to come into the family, and he'll use you to love them into the kingdom and to help them to find Jesus because Jesus is the way into the kingdom. Well, when I was 27 years old, I, it was a time when we attended a fellowship of Christian believers that had been long-haired hippie types like us doing drugs and, and uh, living an ungodly lifestyle, but yet searching. And we were searching for God. We were like, uh, you know, like back in Genesis, I talked about the folks that called on the Lord. Well, we were looking for God, but we were looking in the wrong places. We were trying to find him through Eastern mysticism or drug use or whatever. I remember I used to go out in the woods and smoke pot and try to get high and close to God, get conscious with God. But nothing satisfied. But we started to go to a a fellowship of people that had been through what we had and been delivered from drugs. And God began to teach, touch our hearts. And uh, I came to a place in my life where I felt like I was being pulled apart in two, and I went and I spoke to this preacher, and he told me I needed to be baptized. So I went down to the creek and was baptized again. I had been baptized when I was nine. I was baptized again. Went home, and I was sitting in the pickup truck, and I was hungry for God. I wanted him in my life. I wanted the power in my life that these people had. And I was seeking him. For the power. You know, we sang that song. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. I was doing that. I was seeking the Lord. Sitting in the pickup truck. And Susan was there. And praying. And all of a sudden I heard God speak to me. And he said, turn from the things of the world. Turn is another way of saying repent. Repent is the way it says it in the Bible. But it really means turn. It just means make a choice. Make a choice about the way you've been living and 
start living for me. And I was so overtaken by, what, by hearing the voice of God, I knew it was God, that I just lifted my hands and I said, yes, Lord. Well, at that moment, everything changed. I mean, the whole world became different because I became different. I mean, a miracle took place in my life. God's presence just flooded me. And then God began to speak to me. And he said this. The first thing he said is, Precious is the blood of the Lamb, which was shed for you. See, this is not some experience, Tom, that you're getting through Eastern mysticism or by some mantra or some other thing or by sitting in in the woods smoking a pipe. This is because of what Jesus did. The Scripture said, He suffered once for sin, the just for the unjust, to bring us to God. And you see that happen when I made Jesus Lord. Amen? And then God said, I give you a new life free from the bonds of iniquity. Well, from that point, you know, I mean, I had a a powerful experience with God, but my life became an experience with God. I was delivered of that addiction, and my heart was changed. I began to love people that I didn't love before. Something had happened in my heart that people that I resisted, all of a sudden, I wanted to embrace. Amen? And I began to love God more and more. And I remember that night when, that, when I had that experience. At that time, we were in this house that I had built, this tar paper shack in the woods. And we were in this little loft, and the ceiling was about that far above our heads when we laid down. And I remember going to bed that night, and I looked at Susan, and I said, I wonder if he'll still be here tomorrow, meaning the Holy Spirit. And I remember I woke up the next morning, and I said, he's still here. And here I am 44 years later, and I, got, I come to tell you, he's still here. He's still here. Amen? Now, has it been smooth sailing all those years? Oh, no, Susan says. No, it's been some rough times. And there's times when other things seem to dominate. Fears or trials or family issues or, you know, sickness or whatever that seem to dominate. But I've always found that he's there. If I go back to him, he's there. I can always find access to the Father through Jesus Christ. If I have sinned, I've got a way to take care of that. He said, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive your sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You see, this relationship with God in prayer we can continue to cultivate and develop and explore and enjoy all the days of our life. And it's all because of the cross. He died to bring us to God. And you know, I get up in the morning sometime and I'll start thinking about some issues or problems or what's going on and then I'll just approach the Father. And if there's something that's been wrong in my heart, I'll just let him know about it. Father, forgive me and I'll just sincerely talk to him. And sometimes there's dealings of God that go for more than just a few minutes, you know, where God's dealing with some issues in your heart. 
But you see, he's always there. And then I'll just begin to praise him and worship him and come into his presence, you know. Why is that? It's because of this good news, the good news of Jesus Christ. He died to bring us to God. Amen? And I don't think we finished the verse. We better finish the verse. Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit made Jesus, who was dead, alive. The Holy Spirit made us, who were dead, alive. That's the gospel. Praise God. Now, I'd like for you to turn in your Bibles to Romans now, in the first chapter. And I, I was seeing something here, and I, I don't know about you, but I get excited reading the Bible. Uh, it, it's like, I'll read something, and I go, well, yeah, I've read that a thousand times, and I know that truth, but it's like, it comes alive sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And I was reading this last night, and it, it came alive. Something was ignited in me when I read this scripture, Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Paul says to the Romans, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Praise God. I like that. I got to witness to my physical therapist this week, Pastor Rich. I don't know if you have, they, have you do, do any physical therapy. No. I have a little hip issue and went to see the doctor and he recommended physical therapy. So I'm going to the physical therapist and he asked me what I do. He said, are you a farmer? Because I had talked to him about our hobby farm. So I said, no, I'm a minister of the gospel. He said, oh, okay, what church? And so I had to explain to him about what an evangelist is and about a traveling ministry. And he's going, well, you know, it's like all new to him. But, you know, I told him about how I go around and tell people how they can receive Jesus and have eternal life, you know, and, and be forgiven of their sins. And I'm preaching the gospel through this conversation. And then he had a student there helping him, uh, you know, like a trainee. And so he got to hear it too. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Amen? Now, there's sometimes I choke and don't say it when I should, but... I find just more and more freedom because <laughs> this is life. I'm happy about Jesus, amen? It just, it just overflows, and that's what Paul said. You know, he was beaten and, and slandered and everything else for the gospel. He just, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Why? For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Aren't you glad the gospel's good for everyone? It's good for this hippie boy, amen? It's good for all the folks, amen? It's good for everybody, amen? Black, white, Asian, African, whatever, amen? It's for everybody, amen? He loves the whole world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, amen? And that's why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's for everyone, the Jews, the Greeks, everyone. And then this 17th verse, though, now it says, For in it, in what? In the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed 
from faith to faith. Now, there's a righteousness that man can try to attain by keeping all the law and doing everything just right, but it always falls short. But through the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. This is talking about a progression. It's talking about, you know, we have faith that, uh, that believed in Jesus 44 years ago, but there's a faith that I need to live today. And it's the same faith, amen? But it's from faith to faith. It's a progressive work of faith, amen? And he says, for the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Now, the word faith is only used twice in the Old Testament. And this is one of us quoted from Habakkuk, where it says, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live. So I'm going to live by faith. Now, a lot of times we talk about faith for miracles or faith for finances or faith for healing or faith for family issues or faith for whatever you need, right? Okay? But what was coming to me last night is he's talking about faith in the gospel here. He's talking about faith in what Jesus did on the cross 2,000 years ago. He's, he's talk, that's the faith he's talking about. So I live by that faith today just as much as I did 44 years ago. It's the faith of the gospel that keeps me humming, that keeps me moving, that helps me survive and thrive. Amen? So this last week, how many of you ever had any needs? You ever have any, anybody here ever had any financial needs? Just to make sure I'm in the right place. So last week I was, I was looking at our, our ministry finances, and I was going, yeah, it looks a, little, looks a little slim here. And, and, you know, God has sustained us miraculously through this whole thing. I mean, it's just amazing. There'll be some, some miracle. But this is one of the times where, I mean, it was really not a problem, but as I kind of looked ahead, I thought, well, this is going to be a little tight this month. And so I had a concern about, anybody ever have a concern? Anybody here ever have a concern? I had a concern. It was, I was starting to worry about it a little bit, let's put it that way, which is just to be honest. So I had one of these sessions in the morning where I get up and spend time with God and worship Him and get in His presence and... I just started talking to my Heavenly Father about this need. I just started letting him know about this need and asking him to take care of that for me. Just telling him exactly where I was at and just letting him know. And it was good. I mean, you know, you you ever pray and you just know you made a connection? I just knew I made a connection. But you see... It wasn't so much that I was having faith for finances. I was having faith in the gospel. I was having faith in my heavenly father. I was having faith in that my sins are forgiven. That God is for me, not against me. That my heavenly father wants to give me every good gift. That he's on my side, he's not against me. Praise God. And I have a relationship with him. I'm his own child. 
Praise God. Did you ever notice in the story of the prodigal son, after the prodigal son comes home and the father gets so happy and they have the big party, you know, and, and he lays out this big feast and everything and gives him his shoes and rings and all, the ring and all that. The elder brother was really upset. Remember the elder brother? He is mad. He's not going into this party. He wants nothing to do with it. And so the father comes out and he talks to him. He says, he's, and he says to his father, he says, here this no good son of yours who wasted the family inheritance on harlots comes back and you give him a party. I've been serving you faithfully all these years and you haven't even given me a goat. You gave him a calf. And the father says, Son, you are ever with me and all that I have is yours. (laughs) So you see, the elder son, he saw himself just as a servant just working for dad. He didn't understand his relationship as a son. He didn't understand what it meant to be in the family. We're in the family. Because of what Jesus did, all our sins are forgiven. You say, oh, I mess up so bad. Yeah, join the club. We have a father that will forgive you because of what his son did. Did you know the scripture says that that through Jesus we can be utterly saved because he ever lives to make intercession for us? This is a living gospel we're talking about. Amen? Oh, I'm not just talking about something that happened in history 44 years ago. I'm talking about Jesus in my life today. Amen? And I tell you, it was just a wonderful time of prayer, and I just... I just knew in my heart that I had connected with my father. And later that day in the afternoon, I got a phone call from one of our friends. He said, there's a check coming for your ministry from our investment company. They'll be sending it to you. Don't throw it away. It's not advertising. (laughs) Can somebody say, praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. My heavenly father, He wants to give us the kingdom. Amen. He wants to be the the best father to us. Amen. He's still here. Praise God. He's still here. So he said, The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by their faith. Amen. What faith? Faith in the gospel. And this is why the devil is ever so tricky to get us off the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, that's the old hat. We're going on to the deeper things. Well, I tell you what, I want to just get deep down into my relationship with my Heavenly Father and enjoy all he has because there is nothing that we can attain apart from him. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Not good English, but you can do nothing. (laughs) That's nothing, by the way. I don't want to touch that shoulder. God is good, and he loves you very much. He died to bring us to God. 
Amen? Oh, hallelujah. Just pray these words from your heart, or, or your own words. It doesn't have to be my words, but the essence is, Dear Father, thank you for Jesus. I believe he died for me. I believe he rose again. He died to bring me to God. Lord, I need you today. I need your help. I need your presence. I need your touch. I need your forgiveness. Forgive me, Lord, and bring me in to all you have. I take on the yoke and say, Jesus, you are my Lord. Thank you for saving me, for forgiving me, for healing me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Good News for Everyone from Tom Shanklin Ministries. Tom and I want to invite you to visit our website at www.shanklinministries.org. You will find many encouraging articles and videos and podcasts. There's news about our worldwide outreach and also ways you can connect with us. We'd love to hear from you.